Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode two of Movies by the Letter. I'm joined by two beautiful people here. You may start. Hi. Um, we did the introductions in the first episode. Do we do them at every episode? Okay. I'm Carter. Did you forget? Because I might be confused because I introed the last one. Yes. Oh, okay. Did you say your name? I am Nick. Three sexy voices. Might be confused. Yeah. You know I mean? They all melt together at some point. Yeah. All right, go ahead. I'm Jonathan. And that's those are your hosts. And yeah. this show, at the end. It's me, I'm Jonathan. come at the end. Yes. And this show works by we pick a letter. What's the name of the show? What's the name? Movies of the by the letter. I said the name. I don't think she. Wait, what's the name? She. I she. I mean. Big reveal. Can we not yeah. have a disaster? Could be a woman again? with a deep voice. Alright, never mind. Keep going. Okay, so this show works by we got we chose our letter randomly. We no. don't you don't choose randomly. This is We use a random letter generator. We use a random letter generator. Random letter generator.com. And each of us pick a movie based off that letter. I chose Octopussy. Well, Octo we what? Even, we didn't even say the letter that we uh, Oh, we, it's O, okay. We announced oh. it last time. We also didn't announce what movies we were no, doing. No, we did. We did? Yeah, we did. Yeah. But I'm just doing it again. Just yeah, we want to reiterate. Sorry. In sorry, case guys. the last episode and the title didn't already tell them. Yeah. I'm really sorry. Okay, say your movie. What movie did you pick? I just said. <laughs> he said Octopus. Okay. I picked O, Brother, Where Art Thou? Is that Christian? I chose One Sings, The Other Does Not. What's the French title? Agnes Varda. Agnes Varda. Agnes? Agnes? I don't know how to pronounce it. I assume it's Agnes. Agnes Varda. Agnes Varda. But she's French, so it could be different. Agnes Varda. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't matter. I have no idea. I just looked at A-G-N-E-S. I don't even know what director. Agnes makes more sense. Doesn't matter though. She's a... No. Yeah. We want dates. We want directors. We should have been prepared for this. She's a very famous... Uh, she was influential during the French New Wave movement. She okay, actually Mr. made. Genius. She made. Uh, I wrote an essay on oh, French New Wave. So. Here he goes again. She she made what is considered uh, the first French New Wave film. But her most famous one is uh, Cleo from Five to Seven. <coughs> I haven't Shut seen any of them. Up right. already. Who wants to start? Um, I think I'll go. Alrighty. Uh, my film is directed by the. Ooh. Cohen's. I know. Joel Cohen. I know. It's Joel Cohen. The the legendary uh, Cohen brothers. Uh, it was Joel just and one Cohen. Actually, one of them directed it. Yeah. The other one wrote it. They both wrote it. Whenever you, any, whenever any Cohen directs movie, you can oh, just you say Oh, you know everything about the French New oh, Wave. Yeah, you know everything about the, the Cohen's. Cohen's. You can just you know say nothing. Cohen brothers because for any Cohen brother true. movie. Yeah, it's not no true. one would ever say We're here to educate. Yes. This is an educational show. Episode two has got off to a rocky right, start. Clearly, our oh, brother, we're out though. I messed up the name. <laughs> Come on, man. Directed by the Cohen brothers. <laughs> well, made. I'll say made by the Cohen Doesn't brothers. Doesn't matter. Better, I guess. You just spent five. <laughs> whatever. We haven't even talked about a movie yet. All man. right. Anyways, it's um, a movie about uh, three chain gang convicts. Uh, escaping. Chaps. What's their names? Don't know. <laughs> uh, one's named George, right? Mm -hmm. Or is that one's Everett? Yep, because they do a, yeah, Everett. Uh, a, a Everett. Mice and Men reference. Pete. Everett. Also. 
Pete and George, right? Yeah. So uh, which go, one's wait, George? George is George Clooney, right? No, Everett is George yeah. Clooney. Oh. Which one's the other? T- look this up. Pete is Everett's, the... Yeah, Pete is... Look this John, up. Pete's the stupidest. You have it on your phone. Right? Pete's not the George is the stupidest. George is the stupidest. And Pete is the... Is, I don't gauge people by their intelligence, so... That's well, in this movie... You have to. Anyways, whatever. Uh, the character today. But so yeah, wait. one is George, because one of them says, what's eating George? And that's like the ending of Mice and Men. Oh. Spoiler alert. Yes, yeah, spoiler. To the ending of Mice and Men? Yeah. Spoiler to all spoiler. these movies. That didn't even spoil it. One well, line it from a, the end of, a, of Mice and Men is it is, a good, it is a good mention that we will be spoiling all these movies. And so. some books, apparently. Yeah, yeah. some, yeah. some yeah. high school sorry books. For, sorry some for the, books we all require. Sorry, sorry for those who are halfway through <laughs> of Mice and Men. Right we now. Didn't, I didn't even spoil yeah. it. Right. This episode has gone off the rails. Of Mice and Men is a great book. Yeah, my right. favorite part is the ending. Right. You guys want to talk about the ending of Mice and Men? Ending of Mice and Men. Right, Why don't we do it with Mice and Men? <laughs> Alright, let's take a time out. Compose ourselves and then talk. I'm composed, movie. okay? Three chain gangers uh, escape from their chains. And uh, it's basically about their, their rise to fame. It's loosely based off of the Odyssey. Uh, which I was actually enlightened by Jonathan that they didn't even read the Odyssey and just kind of based it around some of the characters. Wait, the they That's what I read is that they didn't like a lot like how Fargo was based off a true story mm. and wasn't actually like this is based off the Odyssey. But I read somewhere that they didn't actually even read the Odyssey. I haven't actually read the whole the, Odyssey. There was like there was, isn't the whole Odyssey like 1000 pages. Yeah. Didn't we have to read some of it? In- yeah, yeah, we, we, we read like it, an ex- like, We read some like, stories. We read like okay. an excerpt. Got like it. the Cyclops story. Anyways, so it's about these uh, three friends who escape from the chain gang. And uh, basically they meet a whole cast of characters <laughs> on the way there. They have their ups and downs. They uh, go on an odyssey. Yeah, they basically... It's epic. They go on a huge country adventure. And... Uh, Ends up paying pretty handsomely for them in the end. Mm-hmm. They, they have some scares along the way. Uh, they meet some... An interesting cast of characters. Yeah. But, yes. I mean... Yeah, so... so this, uh, is, this is one that we didn't... I don't think... None of these we watched together. No. With our last podcast, two of them we watched together. One we watched separately. Yes. This one is all... We don't. We're, we're pretty blind lines. on each other's thoughts. Uh, I don't think any of us had seen any of these movies before either. No, I've not seen no. any of these. Um. So uh, I mean, I guess I'll go first. For mm-hmm. okay. Uh, How do you uh, want to do the order? Like, uh, me, John, Nick. Okay, fine. Uh, me, Nick, John. I'll go last. All right. All right. That's fair. Because well, you, you two know. Me. I'll go first. I <coughs> loved. Oh, brother, where art thou? I thought it was such a blast from beginning to end. I think the pacing is fantastic. I think the characters they meet along the way are memorable. They're quirky. And even the ones with the smallest of scenes end up like they're in my brain now. And I love them. And I think the movie is a very uh, aesthetically pleasing movie. Um, Roger Deakins did You know, the more that I talk about it, the more it sounds just like Do the Right Thing. Time out. Did you guys have the Blu-ray of it? No. No, I rented it. So I I just saw the HD version. Uh, I I watched DVD also. But, um, yeah, I kind of uh, ended up adoring this movie. And it's just a really feel-good, 
it's like it's like a very crowd pleasing movie. I can see most yes. people I enjoying this film. I'll go second then. And I, I honestly, oh, okay. I loved it, and I think I could see myself just laying back and watching this pretty much any time, any feeling, any emotion, mm. and having a good time. Okay, I'll go second. I also really love this movie. It's one of those ones where if I were to be browsing the guide on my TV someday and it were on, I'm always gonna click it because I just. I was constantly smiling about this movie. It was fun. It was, it was hilarious. It was I, hilarious. It, I was laughing at. We'll get, I, I would wanted, say almost all of the jokes. I'll get it. I, almost. I don't. I can't think of one that really missed when it came to me. There were a few. Well, yeah, but never, I can't like, like egregious. Nothing that like is sticking out with me to the point where I'm like I can remember it. And mm-hmm. I watched it, like last night. So, um, late last night. Mm-hmm. But I echo a lot of what Carter said and I just really I'll get into more specific moments that I really loved about this sequences but like this was just fun I I I took same plainly I I took notes on the film while I was going to and I ended up just listing off all of the characters that I loved and it was all of the characters because they all have their own little like quirky traits to them but they're so memorable and they're really just each one just kind of it's like a it's a world building movie pretty much except it all takes place in the countries country setting during the depression mm-hmm. it's very all of the Coen <coughs> brothers movies for the most part with a few exceptions like country feel it's to like them. bluegrass and this is yeah, yeah. country also, southern feel to them like folk Th- movies this is Probably the most oh, yeah. overtly southern movie that the Coen Brothers ever made, and mm-hmm. it's, it's absolutely lovable. It's pretty much just a giant love letter to the South. Can I? I another thing I want to say is that Carter didn't mention is I loved the soundtrack of this movie. Like I wanted to go listen to it immediately yes. after. Shout and out to the <laughs> the soggy soggy. Um, the Soggy Brothers. Soggy Brothers. Soggy, soggy Bottom Brothers. Soggy, soggy Bottom Boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah Soggy the, Bottom the Boys. More, I was like, I want to go download that song that they sang. Yeah, like, it was so... Or something. The, the, I don't know. The more we talk about this, the more it, I, I keep making connections to Do the Right Thing, which we talked about in the last episode. Mm-hmm. In that, this film uh, was also pretty culturally important because I believe it brought about, like, kind of a new wave of folk music becoming fairly popular and more important than that this was one of the first films to use digital color grading which is now used on pretty much everything you'll ever see Mm -hmm. in the theater so i loved how it looked yeah it looks great because the coen brothers when they shot this movie uh, they thought everything was too green so they made everything kind of yellow and it fits with the tone and it, it looks uh Great, honestly. All right, the whole movie. let's let Nick get his words in, and then we'll All go right. back to it. So I really like this movie. Oh. I think it's thoroughly enjoyable. I I agree. It's a lot of fun. The soundtrack is easily one of the things that stood out to me. I the soundtrack. I was like tapping my foot along mm-hmm. watching it. It's really. Just, I was playing my banjo along with it. Yeah, I actually just got up and started dancing. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's not a musical. By it the isn't way, a musical, but, but the music is very prominent. This is yeah, why it's a very musical. This is why movie. it reminded me of. A, Octopussy. Not quite. <laughs> In other ways, it reminds but, me of that. <laughs> um, I don't know. I think I was kind of... I kind of went into this kind of comparing it to my favorite Coen Brother movie, Fargo. Fargo? I love... Fargo's my favorite. And I think Fargo oh, has no, way I'm better no characters in this. I'm a no-country-for-old-men man. You think so? 
Yes, I think Fargo has better characters. I think um, Steve Buscemi's character in Fargo. I think happen. Fargo has a better story. Steve Buscemi's yes. character, and that's it for me. No, I love um, Peter Stormare's character. Also. I okay. I think Fargo has a way better story. Well, but this yeah. Oh, brother, were <coughs> who, who did you say? Steve Buscemi's character and Peter Stormare. Yeah, I, I would like, say those two were pretty much... Also, Marge Gunderson's a great character. I mean, Frances McDormand is good in it, but her character isn't really like that. No, I love her. I love Marge Gunderson. The thing about Fargo is it's so... I love her. I don't... I don't. Okay. What I was going to say I'm is I think... I think John Fargo the most disappointing part of us I love, I don't want to get into that I love now. Fargo, and I think, I think the characters in this are better, but I think this is more of a character-based movie. Yes. I think I, this is more focused... But I think the characters in Fargo are better, but that's my own opinion. But I, would I think that's less, say, though. I, I, I was less. kind of was... disappointed by this movie. It didn't really give me a lot to think about. Like, when I watch Fargo, I'm thinking about something while watching it. Did Octopussy I don't something think... to think about? A lot. Here, here, <laughs> here. Yeah, I would say the reason why I don't think most Coen Brothers movies for me aren't, like considered some of my favorite movies is because I don't think almost any of them give you a lot to think about. Big Lebowski is my favorite comedy of all time and what does that movie really yeah, give you exactly. to think about? Exactly. A lot know, of this movie about that's a movie about a there's a lot like, of literally but there's a lot of emotion in that movie and the the Cohen besides being You don't funny. think there's emotion in this movie? I didn't really feel anything for the characters. Like, uh, the main characters the, the chemistry what? between the, the chemistry is great but the like, chemistry between the three main characters is some of the best The chemistry like, between them chemistry was so good is, to the point where I was hoping they would stay chained up for the entire movie. But like when Pete disappears and turns into a toad i really didn't feel anything well obviously because it's kind of played as a joke the entire film yeah. it is played as if a they joke. played it as he but was actually I... dead then of course <laughs> yeah we, we the audience knows that obviously he he's gonna come back i didn't feel anything because they treated it as a light-hearted side plot and not but i, I knew that he was gone. gonna come back i, I knew think... they wouldn't take this main of a character and be like oh because he's gone i yeah. think that made me and if he like, did then i would if, be like oh even if this character did die i don't think i'd care that much oh i would I would be really? I would. I, I would know. be genuinely... Because like, the Coen brothers kind of... Their, their, like, thing is that they have these nihilistic, like, we don't care type tone movies. Like, yes, have you ever seen Burn After Reading? Burn After Reading is great. Burn After, After Reading, Reading, I really like that movie, but that's, like, one of the most Coen brother movies ever. And I love because, that. Because it's basically, like, F you. Yeah, that's it what doesn't, I love. Nothing matters. F you. And that's why I don't think... <laughs> A lot of Coen Brothers movies like give you a lot to think about, but this movie, I I would agree, it doesn't give you a lot to think about. I would say of the Coen Brothers filmography, this is one of the most fun experiences. I didn't I think had. I needed. I would agree no, with you. It's the I, most I, fun. I, I was so like, caught up with I how have... enjoy enjoyable just everything yeah. was that, and I, I didn't mind. I completely agree with you with a lot of things like. It looks gorgeous. Roger Deakins is probably one of the best cinematographers out there. Mm -hmm. It is an amazing looking movie. And one of my favorite sequences of all time, and it's always stuck in my mind, is the sequence with John Goodman's character. When the Cyclops scene? Yes. That scene Wait, is great. Which when he takes him out to a picnic. Oh wait, oh really? Yeah, I, I thought you were gonna mention the sirens. Or the the siren scene. The siren scenes might have been my like that was one of my but favorite moments. One of my really? favorites is probably. The, I thought like the way it, it, like 
the way they edited it so it was like it felt like truly mesmerizing i thought it was so well done it's so cool i, I found not the moment where uh the ku klux klan mayor uh when he revealed himself i thought that was kind of lame but the moment right before the, not lame but like kind of just like eh, like another moment <laughs> in the movie but the moment right before that when they first start performing and the crowd goes wild yeah. I had like this stupid gleeful smile on my face. That whole sequence that, is so That good. whole sequence mm -hmm. and I loved it. I love how obviously lip syncing they are. Yes. It's so fun. It's I so think corny. The best I think the best shot, like the best the movie looked was the the KKK um, yes, yes, the sequence yes, is incredible. Yes. Looks so. Also, one of the sequence. funniest moments in the movie when, when he, he catches the Confederate flag. No, when oh, he when he's a, a KKK hood with yes, one with... eye is such oh, a funny thing. Yeah, <laughs> John Goodman's character he, he is like a slow one turnaround. eye. His one eye, it's so funny. Oh, it's so a, smart. He does a slow. I think the writing for this movie is so. I will smart. admit, I want to give this movie a rewatch just because I did I can't really wait, enjoy I, it. I would watch this movie again tonight because I honestly, honestly, probably. If I rewatched that, I'd probably give it a higher score. Can we talk about some characters that love? Yes. Alright. Well, I have a giant list of pretty much every okay. character in the, the film. The mayor? Okay, well, what was the guy... We can go through... The guy <laughs> who, um... The guy who picked them up with the money, who is being arrested at the oh end. Oh my god, yes. What's Baby his face? name? Well, we, we could go through... It's George something. George. Let's, let's, go let's, go the, through. let's go through the film, because I have it pretty much in order, every character. Mm -hmm. uh, first per person they meet. Classic. This was like as soon as I as soon as I saw it, I was I was thinking, okay, this is gonna be a classic tab. They're gonna keep it simple, and that was the blind, the blind guy. The blind. Oh my god! Pretty funny. When they sat down on that and didn't help yes. them, I laughed so hard because they're really just gonna sit and let this blind guy push them. I think that this like, we, also has a great part where like it kind of sounds like dogs barking before it comes to them. But then it turns around and it's that. I think oh, that's a really? good deal. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's yeah. funny. Then, after that, they go to their backstabbing cousin's house in, in another great, uh, hilarious, ridiculous scene with the kid driving the car on the stack of books. Yeah. Do you remember yeah. what I'm talking about? And, and they burn the... I love when down. they're... When they start burning it down, what's the line he keeps repeating up and when he, you keep hearing him say the same line over Shit, and over I'm again? Oh, I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I, every time you say it, I laugh because like it started with like being very prominent and then like slowly you heard it in the background. Oh, I forgot about this character. There's a guy who sold his soul to the devil. Oh my <laughs> yes, God, yes, the <laughs> sold his soul to and the it's devil. not really mentioned again. He mentioned it once. They have a brief one-off joke about it. It's so great. Was it referencing the one song like about uh, the devil in Georgia? Devil in Georgia. With the oh, I, I thought it was the KKK member was like this guy sold his soul to the devil. No, no, devil I'm saying I thought it was just because he was. Right. I thought like the selling his soul to the devil to be able to play guitar yeah, was like referencing. The I song. thought it was a reference to that song. Oh, like the devil went down. Oh yeah, yeah, to play the fiddle. Yeah. Oh. Well, could He's be a great radio actor. host. I'm glad he came back. The radio host, the radio of host course. Is so good. Another He's blind person. He's the guy from Mr. Robot, right? I think so. Yeah. He also looked like the guy from Get Out. What's the his blind name? A little bit. Yes, he was the guy from Get Out because that's the same guy from yeah. uh, oh, Mr. Yeah. Robot. Is he actually blind? What's his name? W one thing. No, he's not blind because he's not blind mm. in Mr. Robot. What he playing blind characters? What? Because he's got weird eyes. I gotta find us. It's so. It's not eye shaming. One thing I, I, I liked about this movie is 
in the end, the, the, the three main characters obviously succeed, but the mayor who ends up winning is also kind of a douche. Yes, 100%. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it, was, it was this victorious moment of the mayor like, winning, and, he and like, he's, he's just as big of a D-bag as the KKK member, <laughs> pretty much. I love how he treated his, his, um, his, his sons... He's, oh my god, you yeah. bitch! Yeah. And they kept hitting them. <laughs> also, it's Christian Slater. Oh. There's there's a lot Christian of... Christian Slater? Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's him. Christian Slater was not in Get Out. Like, 100%. That's not him. Yeah. I'm, am I wrong, then? I think you're wrong. You're thinking... Hold up. Christian Slater plays Mr. Robot. Yeah. He's, like, the most important character. Yes, I know. I know. Hold up. Anyways. Mr. Robot, number one fan I realize that our review so far has just been us saying moments in the movie and then yeah. all laughing. Steven, that's but that's what it is. Steven Root. It's Steven great Root. moments in the movie like back to back to back nonstop. It's, mm -hmm. a, it's it is an a epic. It's a country epic. It is, yes. 100%. And it's, it's like, it's so like disjointed. It's in the same way like... Um, yeah, I didn't really think it was disjointed. <laughs> no, but I'm saying like, it's like a set of vignettes... But they all yes, like work together. You know what I mean? Not disjoint like mini short stories. Yes, back exactly. Yes. But it all flows. And it, and it still has like the classic like, um, what's the term I'm looking for? Like um, hero's journey. No, 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 no. Um, the guy with the boots and the dog. Like the um, the classic uh, the classic like thing that's always following. Like from yeah, old, yeah, yeah. from No Country from Old Man. Like that doom. guy. Mm. Yeah, the impending doom. That's the term I was looking for. Yeah, it has like all the class, like, it's just like, so, it's like by the books, but like... I got really nervous the film would have a dark ending with them being hung, because I could actually see that happening in I a Coen Brothers like, movie. No. I was like, Cause no. I remember no, the no, I could see that happening in a Coen Brothers movie, yeah. honestly. I love <laughs> sorry to this off topic, but like, when he finally gets his wife back... And then, like, she's in, he refuses to go hit the brakes. Yeah. She's like, she counted three, It was man. just a cute moment. <laughs> it's so funny. There's the, so many. And then when the guy comes back and the, the mob's leading him through. Th there's a lot so of... Well, everything just... I saw how everything comes yeah. back. There, there's a lot of what I would consider dumb moments. Yeah, but, like... Yeah. But, but it, works it works because of what the movie was going for. I know. It, it worked. In other movies, I could see myself being annoyed, but not in this one. It just made me smile. It was just, yeah, I was, yeah, just smiling during this movie. It was so fun. Yeah, watch this with your grandparents. I watch this could. with little Timmy. Yeah, watch it. Yeah, watch it with anyone. Whole family. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, this is... Good Christmas movie. Gather the family round. Who swears? I, I think it's Fargo. swears. Uh, it's PG-13, so is nothing big. Then, yeah. yeah. They say... They yeah, say, like... They don't say the N word. I specifically made they note say that they didn't. They say, they say yeah. Because when they go to the so we're like, we're Negroes. <laughs> That's he one says, of my favorite He jokes. says one, he says like an old oh, yeah, slur, yeah, like yeah. Milhano or something. Oh. That like, I remember it, when isn't I was, really considered, like I remember no one I was, who uses that anymore. As a I, I was Googling something about this. I remember like the top question being like, <laughs> Was George Clooney actually singing? <laughs> I was like, really? People needed to ask this. It was awesome. I love the scene where they're in blackface, or oh, yeah. kind oh, of yes. blackface. They look like it's and like they say, 
Who let when the, they infiltrate? Who, who let the guards who let black be? people or something like that? So this is probably the worst review ever because it's just awesome. It but like, it's, it's also like moment. But it's, it's like, the best. Remember? Like, remember? it represents it's the how best, we like, feel about the movie, if, which is if you're just gonna lean. recommend something to someone, like this is how you would do it. Yeah, yeah. you would I say, mean, "Oh, there's these great moments." And be it. like, um, the plot of this one really. No, Especially not for this film. Like, yeah. the, like for other ones that are the more serious tone, obviously. But mm. like this one's just like, you gotta see this character. You gotta see this moment. Like, yeah. show it to anyone. I don't really show it to anyone. This one. Yeah, I mean, I think we racists touched on it could well. even like it. Yeah, racists could. Yeah, they have some. Recommended to racists. Show your racist grandpa. All right, yep. we we going for scores. Scores. All Nick, right. you go first. Nick, so uh, I'm at a solid eight. Really? What? Interesting. Yeah. I'm at an 8-2. Thought Nick didn't like this movie. I'm at an 8-2. Well, the more you talk about it... I know, we convinced him. Like, I just think back to those scenes, and it's just so much fun. You are right. Like I know, like, I was. I wish this was one we all watched together. Yeah, this would be a fun one to watch together. I really liked it. Right. Yeah, I'm giving, I watched this movie at 12 o'clock at night for half an hour, woke up at 7 in the morning and finished it, and I smiled the entire time. I watched this at, like, from, like, 2 a.m. to 4 a.m. I watched this a while ago, I don't even remember. And I I loved it. I love right. it. Yeah. I give it a like love. We're all at 8. Yeah. This is not an... Oh, that is really weird. Well, I was wondering if anyone would be like, I give this an O, oh, brother. I give it two O's stacked on top of each other. Next movie. Next movie. Is that me? After that joke, next movie. I think that was... Stop the podcast. It's pretty much a perfect movie. It's not a 10, so... Well, it's perfect popcorn It's, perfect, it's perfect for popcorn. what it's it is. It's perfect popcorn. Yeah. It's perfect for what it is. It's not... It's not... You're not going to get a deep <laughs> meaning out of it, really. Yeah. You're not going to... It might not even be one you think about a lot, but it's one you'll always come back well, to. I've been thinking about be, the characters a lot. Be smiling. I haven't been thinking about it that much, but... I still liked it. Maybe it's, it's fresh in our, it's fresh it's, in our it's, minds. It's this joyful yeah. thought in the back of your head. Yeah. That, so, will, yeah. that movie will always be there for me. I don't know. Play that I think it was after Oh Brother, I watched Fargo again. And was, oh, gee, yeah. They're like, she's like, oh, I love Fargo so much. Yeah. You know, I mean, let's just talk about Fargo. All right. Well, F. Fargo cast. What are we moving on to? Do we want to do mine or yours next? I'm um, kind of thinking John's. I'm thinking Nick's. Nick's got the vote then. Mine. I did Octopussy. What's, directed by what's Octopussy? John Glenn. Here, the plot of Octopussy is James Bond is the worst spy of all time, but he still gets shit done somehow. That's a great summary. Of this is movie. that your entire summary? I I love this movie and hate this movie. Okay. Uh, John? No, I don't know yours next. I'm I not hate done. this movie. I'm not done. Okay. Fine. Oh, okay. I need to talk about. Spoiler this. alert to how I feel. This about movie this is thing. so fun. This movie is just fun. There's so much dumb stuff in this movie, but so much There's fun. Dumb stuff in this movie. There's some of the dumbest stuff I've ever seen in this movie. He dresses up as an alligator at some point. Oh my, that's the scene I couldn't wait to talk about. <laughs> I love that alligator scene. <laughs> There's just so much stuff to talk about. It's insane. This movie is literally insane. I know, I, I felt like a crazy person made this movie. I, I was, my mind was blown. There's a clown chase scene in this movie. There is a clown. There's literally a clown chase. There's two. There's two clown chases. There's two clown chases. With two spies. And two different people. One at the beginning and one at the end. It's insane. It's a callback. 
Am I up next? Yes, you're up. Wait, no. Oh, yeah, you go next, and then I'll. No, I'll go next. Because you're in the middle ground. I'm in the middle ground. I think. I did not hate this movie at all. I had a good time for the most part watching this movie. I think there were definitely moments where it slogged. There are definitely moments where I was like, okay, something needs to happen here. There, I, I'm not sure. <laughs> a lot of this movie was, like, I hate to be that guy, but like there were definitely some like problematic moments. Oh, there's in a this bunch movie. of problematic moments in this movie. Like, cause like there were times where I'm like, oh, Wait, they're trying prob- to. Sh- problematic is in. I mean, Plot problems or James culturally Bond. insensitive? James Bond, yeah. James Bond is the horniest man in the He's entire the world. I'll the ta- scene I'll, with him I'll, I'll when it's the camera, camera when it's camera and he zooms in on the boobs. I'll, I'll, talk, I'll talk about the I James want to talk Bond. about the James Bond horny. Oh I think that's God. a whole conversation. That's I, want to I just want to talk about Imagine how, James Bond. how James Bond might be the lamest person on screen. Not the lamest Bond, the lamest okay. person ever. Let me keep going. Let me finish my... I can't agree. Let me finish my thing. So, there were times in the movies trying mm-hmm. to, like, portray, like, these strong women characters who are, like, action-packed. And then literally, like, the next scene, they will, be like, they will be like, oh, I guess she's just making out with James Bond now just because, for yeah. no reason. She was saying no one second, and then the next. Exactly. It's I, just, I, like, I saw that, like, that. I was like, oh, they're kicking ass. And I and wrote like, that down. I'm like, like okay, I, cool. The they're scene. giving, like, these really cool women characters. Like, I thought Octopussy no. was going to be, like, the main villain. I was like, oh, she's this really cool, yeah. like, women character. I was like, oh, okay. she's just making out with James Bond for I no reason. I thought she was going to be the villain of the movie, and I was going to be like, oh, okay, this is different. Nope, it's some white dude. Same I would have been fine if she was a form of anti-hero. She wasn't yes. even that. And yes, like she, she just, just she kind of and then they try and did nothing and then they try and like do this scene then they yeah. try and do this scene at the end where they like redeem all these female characters but even then they're just like using their body to do it and like okay yeah. this is <laughs> annoying the final scene is just James Bond gets all of them yeah now. he gets it's so lame yeah Wait, how does he come in that that plane scene is so ridiculous Anyways. how does he come in in the but, final scene though. A fucking hot air balloon. I'm. Am I up? <laughs> no, yeah. I'm so. Of all this okay. high equipment, a hot air balloon. So, I do agree with Nick that there are moments of this movie that are, that are just. It's hard not to love and enjoy and just have pure fun with. Just out of like, you think like the John Wick movies are ridiculous. Well, one the John Wick action, the John Wick action scenes put this movie to shame. I know this. Yeah, this everything movie is about John dated. Wick puts this movie to shame. And but I there I'm are not even a John Wick. There are scenarios in this movie that are like just so ridiculous that it's just so fun. Like the, obviously him in the alligator suit made me <laughs> laugh really hard. Him he's eaten by an alligator. In the, <laughs> in the first ten minutes with with the fake horse butt turning oh into God. an airplane, that was funny. Uh, the so first that, 10 that, minutes. That, the there first are, 10 minutes is fantastic. There are so many fun... And then the title sequence. Whatever the hell that was. The credits was. was awesome, too. It was like... I it was so song. fun. I was like, oh, th- this is a PG movie. This movie is yes. rated PG, by the way. I was on Voodoo watching this, and there were, like, family play. I was PG. like, why the hell would there be family play? I know now. Because there's, like, so much sex in this there's movie. Like, it's, like, half it's, like, porn. <coughs> but, yeah, James Bond you is... You see a naked woman. Yes. yes. James Bond is... The horniest motherfucker he in the entire world. from his life. He gets off the boot. That's another really funny scene. Right. She's like, but you're too But for every... That thing I know Carter's really excited to shit on this movie. <coughs> I'm, I'm not... I'm not gonna... 
I just think I just think I'm more negative than positive on this movie. I oh, think. I am too. It's it's almost there awful. is some real bullshit in this movie. Oh, oh yeah. Half the all the jokes consist of sexual innuendo, and a lot of times it's really dumb and not funny and like all kind of the demeaning. fucking quips are terrible. And like. But there are definitely moments like where I laugh. Like when he's using a tennis he's like, game set bonds. <laughs> See, no, that shit's funny to me. Uh, when he's like, right. game set bonds, that's funny, man. I'll, I'll, I'll one interject more, with one my... More, I have one more okay. scene. The guy playing the James Bond scene to the, as a snake charmer was also oh, really yeah, funny. Oh, yeah, I wrote that down. That was hilarious. <laughs> like, they're just, like, there were so many funny moments that, like, Obviously, there are a lot of reasons to hate this movie. Like a lot. It of almost them. seems self-aware sometimes, lot, but then mm, it's not. Uh, uh, it seems not so. self-aware in any way. I don't think it like really when he's playing the James Bond theme on the snake charm. No, oh, no I would agree with you that it was self-aware of the creepy sex scenes. No, it's self-aware yeah. in the action sense, but not yeah. in anything the sex. Else. Not in anything else. Goddamn. Um, so yeah, Carter. <laughs> I was more on the I hated this film side. I didn't, I, I didn't feel, I didn't loathe it or anything. I didn't feel really super angry when I watched it. I, I would say I hate it because I'm frustrated in, a, in the same type of way I was frustrated watching a movie like Dogville in that there were so many moments that I loved and so many moments I thought were great and then there'd just be like 30 minutes of dull, nothing. slog, creepy, boring, nothing. Like, dead air. Really and awkward it sex was, scenes it was, with old, crusty James It Bond. got to be too much. I got I got an hour and 20 minutes into this movie, and I was like, I have to go to bed because I can't suffer through another hour of this film. Which it is very to, long. To mention, it is a two it's hours and 11 minutes. Like, yes. Which is kind of really lengthy for uh, <laughs> a, a B movie. movie. Yeah. A B action movie. Like, it's not even one of the new Bond movies, so it's just, like, ridiculous at some point. Yeah, so I had to stop watching it. I watched it the next day, and I felt the same way. There would be moments I absolutely love it. I think it is hilarious. I think it has this weird vibe to it that is unlike... Yeah, it's so I stand movies. by that, like, it made me want to check out the other yes, Bond movies. Yes, I need movies. to watch other ones. I now. want to Here's watch the thing, other though, ones. Now. I don't think other Bond movies are like this. I they think might this be. is a. No, I, I, I no think idea, this honestly. is a no weird. No matter what. I think this is a weird black sheep of the Bond movies. You really think? Because I know this because my girlfriend's uncle is a big Bond person. And he, she was, I told her I was watching Octopussy. She was like, oh yeah, my uncle was talking about that movie and how weird and bad it is. Oh, interesting. So I don't, I don't think, I think this is like a weird detour Bond took into I still do want to check out the other ones. I want to see, because maybe I might be, I might be wrong. Also. There's probably some Bond heads getting pretty mad at me for that. <laughs> also, the new one looks really good. The new one does look The trailer really looked really good. Yeah, oh, I forgot to mention, I've never seen any other James Bond movies other than this. I've seen Skyfall is supposed to be great. I've seen the new ones. I really like the new ones. I love Skyfall. I Spectre really like Skyfall. Eh. I heard Spectre was eh also. Yes. So anyways, I, I just like this movie because it, it kept titillizing me with this great... These, well, it was titillizing me, all right. With these hilarious B-movie excellent scenes. The opening is great. The ten, first ten minutes yeah, is a tight... Like, it's what I wanted the whole movie to be, and then after the credits, I sat 
through 25 minutes before I got to the snake. Exactly. Exactly how I, I think like if you could just take those mo- like sequences of greatness and just compile them into one thing, a It'd compilation, so good, like a, like, a, a fifteen-minute YouTube like I want to take, I want to take, pretty much all the action scenes and just mm-hmm. only have that for the most part. I would also say another reason why I'm definitely more towards hate than love. Uh, I think the goofy, silly action scenes got old for me. I get they that. didn't really do anything new or inventive with their B movie camp ever. Mm-hmm. I don't think. Drives a car. That was really funny. <laughs> I, it kind of, it felt, it felt. I had to rewind that scene three times because I missed like a second and next thing I know the car's flying off the rails. It, it felt one note for me in every sense in that the boring scenes were super repetitive. There's multiple scenes of him <laughs> seducing a woman and pretty much. The he same in exact a way. Let's not. And somehow managed to slip out okay. of it. Yeah. And to get on top he of hit, the train. He hitting a gorilla suit, and then maybe ten minutes later, he was hiding in a clown costume. It, that it's just a repetitive movie. Even, the, even the, the campy stuff felt repetitive to me. I don't know. Every time I, I, started, I, I liked all being the... impressed by the action scenes and the silliness of the movie. I was never I think impressed. I was like, I, it just kept one helping itself. I think so I, I don't know I if don't it kept... It I don't think, I don't it, think it, did. it did. I don't think and it went up to itself. And she saw a hot air balloon. The hot air balloon is really funny also. That blew me away. But I think I think for me it was more I was <laughs> craving anything that wasn't the boring part. So like whenever it did yeah, happen, exactly. I was like, oh, sweet. Exactly. I don't know if I could say it's a positive. I don't think there's anything no. objectively good about let me, this movie. Let me make Another my point. Another thing I would say is that James Bond is a creep, loser, old pervert yes. who does nothing. Yes. And it started to drive me nuts because the movie is not aware of this fact <laughs> at all. I love that. And instead so of thinking it was funny, <laughs> I thought it was just funny. made it creepier to me. because I, so I thought of the people behind the camera. <laughs> However, in my notes, I did say that these awful, uncomfortable moments were kind of also wonderful. Because I started thinking of these poor woman actresses who had to sit there while this creepy <laughs> old man he tried so to act old. cool and slick he in front so of them. Old. And it was such an uncomfortable feeling that I, I started to kind of love it. I would say I love it. I, I hated it most of this movie. I'm going to make my opinion and I think, I, think, I think all of it is kind of brought down. Any moments of enjoyment you'll have, you'll will be followed up by probably 15 to 25 minutes of boredom. And I just think my biggest thing was just like, it's just such, such a conflict of interest, like trying to make these strong female characters and then literally, probably sometimes seconds later, completely sim- simplifying them into Bond girls, which this, sucks. This movie which sucks. It has no idea what it wants to be at all. Especially in an era where there's just like, you see so many like strong female like action characters. This movie nowadays. was made in the eighties. I know. Yes, it, it seems, was made in the eighties. It's it's straight out of the sixties. It's it bad. Seems, it seemed like they took yeah. a movie out. It doesn't of even the look 60s. like it's from the. It 80s. looks like it's from the sixties. Yeah, it does. I'm I'm I was confused when I heard that it's from the eighties. Yeah, I found I think that out. Maybe like, they were going for the sixties vibe. It's I can't. Possible. I can't get that much guarantee. I just want to say there's so many scenes in here that I laughed at, and I think it's just because I'm gonna make my point very clear. This is a terrible movie. It's not a good movie. I don't know if I'd say terrible. I, I would. 
I think I would. I think this movie towards, does almost nothing. Right. I think I'd be more towards. It does it's right, so bad, it's good. They might be accidents. He did crush the dice. In his <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about the dice scene. I wrote that down and forgot about it. Oh my oh god. Oh my god. That, no, that was. <laughs> Get that it. whole car chase in, in India was fantastic. I know, yeah. It was genuinely it was exciting. Like, uh, it was well and, made. And I didn't understand. Weirdly. Was that like a secret hideout that they went into? I was or was that a lot of the logic of the film? I don't the understand why he would let him use his dice. The whole subplot with the eggs was kind of making me. I, I, apparently, it was just one guy wanted to sell them to get rich want, for himself, and this led him into the bomb. I completely forgot about the eggs. The eggs was like yeah, the no, exciting the, incident. The actual like thing yeah. made. The actual, no sense. The actual thing, it was basically I wrote that down. the loser Bond stumbled upon this <laughs> I conspiracy to plant a bomb into a base <laughs> by trawling this random guy who just wanted more money from the eggs. It yeah. didn't make any I have a sense. question. Why think, after the Russian I guy think. dies, does the other guy care so much about the bomb going off? Like, he doesn't, he shouldn't <laughs> care anymore. The whole, the whole thing, What I restarted the movie right as they started like doing the train swapping thing with the bomb and the treasure and for probably 10 minutes i had no idea what the hell was going on in the movie yeah no. and then he drove a car on the road but yeah. james bond does headshot someone in this movie and it's like i know like that's that like shocking oh my god it's like pg it was a sh- pg it was a it's like this young man and there's just a hole in his head you're PG. like holy shit pg well are we done i don't know this i'm glad we did this in a second are we, are Can we, we talk about the auction scene where James Bond gets so bored, he immediately finds a woman? I was half asleep because I was so bored. <laughs> he that auction- he's always looking for girls like, just at every moment of this, this movie. This movie had some weirdly long scenes as yes. well. Yes. Weirdly like Bond, long well, scenes. He's motivated by pussy and that's it. <laughs> Dude, he's, he's not even. <laughs> he's not good at his job. Though. The reason he uh, buys octopus is because I think the moment of the auction was he, pretty smart. He stumbles across the his moment where he was playing movie. dice was good. I think he had moments of like the scene smart. is only smart because he, the other idiot was so dumb. He let him took his dice. Like anyone with <laughs> well, half a brain cell could have used figured out he was using loaded <laughs> dice. I know that he was rolled funny. double sixes every time. Double sixes for the twelfth time in a You're row. You're a real lucky man. I'll go again. <laughs> Anyways, but yeah. God, can I talk about one more scene? Yeah. What is it? I like how the only time he like the only reason he gets to the mystery is because Q is like, Bond. The rest of the mission is on this island full of women. He's like, <laughs> women, you say? <laughs> oh, Bond will never leave that island. Can we talk about the first time the word octopussy is spoken? Yeah, and Bond is immediately like, really? <laughs> so he bangs this girl. Uh, and he flirts on the receptionist immediately. He bangs this girl. He says, you're too old. He's, you're the younger one. I want you. In this PG movie, he just had intimate sex with this girl. <laughs> He's sensually <laughs> rubbing her body, and he, he comes across a little octopus tattoo, and he goes, what's this on your back? Or something to that extent. She's and like, she says, fault. it's my little octopus. And then, no explanation Caught. as to why she <laughs> Until, until, until so maybe that? 20 minutes later. I just thought it was a weird sex thing. She never comes back, does she? No, she, no, no, she does. She does but, like, I don't it, it's she, apparent that she didn't really have much of a connection to no, the actual... No, she did. She was on the island. I think she was a member no, of the she was island. staying with the guy. Oh, she was yeah. the guy's husband or... Whatever. So she had no... Care. So for some reason, 
she had this tattooed and called uh, it. Wasn't that. she related in some? Maybe she just respected the Whatever, powerful who woman. Who no, cares? Who cares? This movie's called Octopussy. I just love right, the scores. idea. I just love the idea that uh, if James Bond was offered, like James, you have to go to Iraq. <laughs> he's like, are there women there? <laughs> All right, covered up. <laughs> I, sent him, I sent him a picture of while watching it. It was like the name of the movie and then PG, like right above yeah. it. And I was like, what the hell? Nick, what are right, you scores. Three out of ten? I don't know. I originally Hello? gave it a four out of ten. I'm probably going to move it down to three because I, talking about it, I realized how much I did. Like, I think movie. it's just so bad it's good for me. Not a four. Mm. Okay. I was at a four. I'm moving it down to three. It's just if so I had to give it, me, I, I'm uh, closer to a five than a three. If I had to give it a rating <laughs> letterbox, I give it a one and a half out of five. Honestly, I might move my score up to a four because I really do enjoy. I'm at a four. Yeah, well, we would all be would watch, if I didn't convince myself it was. Worse. I would watch it again. I honestly I would probably, never watch this. Again. I don't know if I, I would. Do. I might. I might laugh so hard. I would skip to the fun parts. Yes. Yeah. I, yes. Exactly. The I best would, way to watch this movie would be watch a twenty-minute compilation. Like what we did. Remember we did with all of the Final Destination movies, yeah. where we looked up. We just looked up death, all deaths, Final Destination. <laughs> all right. I actually like a couple of those. Movies. So four, four, three. Four, right. Four, three. Yes. Yeah. I'm glad we did that one second. Objectively, yeah. that's like a one. There's, I don't think there's oh, any yeah. good qualities <laughs> about the film. Yeah, but like. But it's so fun. But in terms of enjoyment value... For 25% for me, of the movie, I was having I was fun. I think I was laughing at everything that happened. I don't know about everything. A lot of times I was like, ew. I think I just laughed because I was uncomfortable. creepy aspect to this. Oh, yeah. The one... Feeling the film. The first moment when I was... Feeling the first moment, moment when I was really like that was when she literally said no and then he kept kissing her. Yes, that was... Immediately after it was established... Immediately after it was established <laughs> that she was an incredibly strong woman and then that happened. I was like, fuck that. That's and then so dumb. she started dumb. kissing him back. Yeah. I was like, really, man? That bed was also ridiculous. But then uh, Poisonous Octopus latched itself to someone's face. <laughs> And that stupid saw weapon. Yeah, what the fuck was that about? <laughs> yeah, yeah. How did though it even work? It was the least useful, but kind of. That character wasn't even developed. Of, he of just had a saw. <laughs> he just somehow knew how of to that use that. Film. Also, that one he guy. Dies. He doesn't kill Also, that else. one guy died. Oh yeah. Like he was like a side character. He just died, and and Bond was like, oh, "What's damn. his name?" And he's like, "Oh." <laughs> well, a guy died. Pretty much for both Oh Brother were out there and Octopussy, we both kind of just named scenes from right, the movie. Alright, this one's... This I think, one I think will be a little different. Yeah, I don't think you can just name scenes from this movie. Next one, it's a little more serious movie, I would say. A little, little darker tone. Yes. Yes. But, <clears throat> it's hopeful. It was hopeful. I thought, I was like, wow, a movie with a happy ending. Yeah. Alright, let's hear it. One sings, the other doesn't. French film. Who's going first? Person? Agnes Varda. Um, yeah, this is it's a foreign film, so obviously not everyone will get it. But I'd like to hear you guys' thoughts first. Would you like to hear my when it comes to my movies, I like yeah, to hear the other thoughts first. Thoughts too, but I'd like Nick? to hear what Nick thinks. I really loved it. I think it was really enjoyable. This movie goes from enjoyable while you like seeing women suffer. I mean, like when it's happy, it's happy. When it's sad, it works. Like, the it. music really is great in this movie. Uh, I disagree. I was incredibly annoyed by the I was, music the entire film. I think it was catchy. Wait, I actually? thought it was purposefully not very good. What the fuck? What? What? 
I liked the you music. You weren't annoyed by the music at all? No. I was... I Are you, was, okay, time out. Are you talking about, like, the background music or, like, when she's actually singing? I'm talking singing? about when she's singing. I oh, was. I'm talking about, like, overall, like... Like just oh, the, the actual. Stuff. Are you talking about the score or the, the score. music? Oh, the score. I also like the music. The score is I good. Both. I think the music she sings is the music she sings. It wasn't sufferable at times. Oh, I just I don't think it was. I think, think it was some sufferable. I think it was like the corniest hippie music, music I've ever heard. That yes, but I think that was the point. that was the point, and I don't. That, so that's why I was when you guys were like, I loved it. I was like, confused. I thought it was fun but, sounding though. I like the sound of it. I think I didn't. It fit her character, fit so that's why I wouldn't take points off. There was that. one song towards the end I really liked. I wouldn't yeah. take I, I wouldn't I take points off for that, the but I don't one. think anything she's saying was very. I good. I don't think it was the bubble one. I didn't realize you guys were. T- I I think the score. The score is I thought was excellent. the score. Was really I think really it came good. in at perfect times. I think it was subtle. I think I think the subtle is also extremely well filmed. Yes, I wrote down gorgeous. There was beauty. There's some hunting shots in this, like the shot of when Jerome hangs himself. Oh, yeah. that shot is incredible. Like, I haunting. love the shots of the girls, the like the faces and the yes. pictures. It's very. All right, let finish your thoughts on it. Yeah. We'll I really love this movie. All the performances were really good for me. I think the the plot, it works. It's like it's almost like these two women. You just see their lives, and it works super well. Like you see One two, sings, the other doesn't. You see two perspectives on two different lives, and it's really interesting to watch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like where they go in their life, mm-hmm. like what they achieve and how their past lives have affected them. I think it's really cool. Carter? And it has some great messages too. Um, I'm a little more in the middle than Nick is. Uh, I liked it. I did not love it. Uh, I was kind of underwhelmed by the whole thing. Uh, I think more than anything, it's a aesthetically pleasing film. Uh, I think the two main actresses, particularly, uh, I don't know her name. The Apple ri- or... Apple, Apple yes, or Apple. I think Apple is amazing in this film. I think Susan is okay. Suzanne or is okay. I don't think she's great. Uh, the scene where she finds out her husband died, I noted that I don't think she was very good in that scene. Uh, she kind of makes a weird gasping noise that I thought well, was kind I mean, of ridiculous. Well, it's, how do you know how anyone yeah. would react? It just didn't seem realistic to me at all. Wow, Especially compared to how fantastic Apple's performance. I'd like to see how you react. Yeah. Compared to Apple's fantastic performance in that scene, like the subtleties of her having to reveal that to her friend were fantastic. I agree that Apple... But Suzanne was kind of just like, eh, <laughs> to me in that scene. I think they had a good chemistry together. I think... They both were fairly believable for the yes. roles they played. I believe their chemistry holds. Um, no one else has any characterization in the entire film. Which uh, disagree. The husband. The husband. Uh, the husband. What is his character? That he's a guy who like is putting on a front. Yeah. Of being this feminist guy only to get this girl to come. He home really. Yeah, but like, what's his son. what's his character? It's like a faker. Yeah. He's. I think. I was almost fine with it because the movie's about the girls, but there's nothing notable about the guy. And I thought that might have been purposeful. I think... Like, he's kind of just this blank slate in the back that she briefly takes up on. And you know it's obviously going to end. But I also thought it was neat how the most radical and outspoken feminist ended up in the most traditional relationship. And the one who kind of wanted the more... uh, I don't know... The feminism where you're still in a household and you still bear children and 
you have a family, but you're like still empowered, uh, ended up being all alone. So the one who actually wanted a relationship, but in the end, that was actually doing something. Yeah. But then, but then they ended up in the end, they both got what they want. It was kind of a sweet moment, but overall, I would say mostly underwhelmed. I thought the film was kind of dull for a lot of it. I, 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 after a while, I kind of, I got it and then I wanted it to end because I kind of knew like, okay, you can wrap it up now. Pretty much once she, <coughs> once Apple leaves the husband and the husband takes the child away and she joins the hippie group again, I was like, okay, well, we're finished here. And then there's still probably 20 minutes or so. So I was more in the middle. I still liked it, but I just didn't love it. Jonathan? I also really liked it. I think I think the way it was told was so well done and interesting mm. through the postcards. And I just, like, more than, like, a feminist film, I just loved it as a movie about, like, friendship. And, like, how friendship can maintain over distances mm-hmm. and stuff. I just, and I just thought that it's it would have been so easy for this movie to take, like, an overly negative route mm-hmm. and, like, be, like, all bad stuff. But I think... I found it to be like incredibly like uplifting at times. And I think especially the ending, I was like I think that's the most refreshing part of this movie. It's I, an art house film that doesn't end in just Yes, because I feel like I've seen I've seen that too many times. It's, just, it's yeah. not a bad thing, but like Yeah, no no no, no nice nothing against that, but just like I just I loved I think I thought it ended on a perfect note. Yes. And I just really loved it as like like a story of friendship, basically. Mm-hmm. It's I, a really uplifting I, film. I, really I, like I think, especially after seeing Oh Brother, Where Art Thou, which I think has probably some of the best friendship chemistry I've ever seen, I, I kind of made me feel less about this film. Really? Because yeah, I, I don't think I their chemistry is amazing in this movie. I think it's good. I think Apple's performance But they're not, because they're not like together a lot. I agree. I know, but I don't know. I think I think I think they they're good. I just think I wasn't blown away by almost any aspect. But they're not like in scenes together a lot, so it's hard to build that chemistry. I I know. I didn't. I didn't feel the chemistry when they were together either. Really, I felt it a little. I think they both were good for the roles that they played, but I don't know. I didn't feel the love as much as I think I was supposed to, especially at the end. I think one of my favorite parts about this movie is it's not like it shows this abortion as this draining life, just ruining effect. Mm-hmm. They they grow after the abortion. Mm-hmm. And that's really refreshing to see after seeing so many movies that just say abortion is life-changing. I mean, obviously it is, but you grow from it sometimes. And I, it's do, just, I do think it, that um, Four Months is a better abortion movie. Well, yeah, I wouldn't I call this a b- abortion. Yeah. Me either, but I'm saying I, I think that movie that. handles abortion. Well, I just yeah. noted it. I think that, it was that movie, of all the movies I've seen, handles abortion in the most mature way. If we ever do a number episode, if we do I might have to recommend that. We know where we're going. I did 25, or whatever years, 45 years? Oh, 45 years, yes. But Back to this movie. Yeah, um, I mean, I couldn't I think out my notes. I don't have a lot of... I think there's a lot to say about this movie. I think I just think it was. I thought it was so many scenes that like I just, I just thought it was like a, like if I had a word to describe this movie, it'd be like beautiful. Yeah, like I just think, like both looking, sounding, and like just Mm -hmm. like 
the story. I, I just really enjoyed like how the story was told through these various, like these parallel lives, like being told through post postcards. I just thought it was very interesting. I love the and, like, outfits. Like, yeah, the costume design is really good. The costume design changes drastically and matches the There's a boob shirt. There is a boob shirt. I love the, the boob shirt. Was that was a cool. shock to me. That was funny. She <laughs> changed into that she from being She took out nude. naked boobs yeah. and put on her real boobs. Some of but the yeah. extras were kind of rough <coughs> for me. I thought some of the, especially the little kids, weren't very good in this film. Junior kid child actors always. Oh, most of the kids suck. Marge von Trier's worse. Lars von Trier is terrible at directing. <laughs> we don't have to get on it's this. It's purposeful. It's not. It's, he, he does it on purpose. It's fine. Yeah, I really like this movie, though. I, I also really like this I was borderline love this movie. More in the middle I, for me. But I still like it. I still think it's... An, I can't name... Like, some movies I don't like, and I list off 50 things that I think are wrong with the film. This one, it's more... I can see why... I can see why me. you think it's slow. I was like... I wanted to see where these people's stories went. I wanted to see where it ended up. Yes. I wanted to see where they're lying. I was, unlike how I felt, like, dark water. I was, like, invested. Callback. This movie gave me reasons to care about these characters. I was invested in them fully. I wanted both of them to succeed and be happy. Like, I was very invested in these characters. I'm going to disagree that I was always invested. There were moments I definitely were, specifically right after uh, Suzanne's uh, husband died. I really cared about what happened to them. But uh, when she started, uh, when uh, Apple started dating the, her husband and then ex-husband, I, I kind of didn't care about that at all. Cause they you made, really didn't? They made it pretty obvious from the outset for me that it wasn't going to actually go anywhere well yeah because i was wondering i was curious they developed their relationship so little that it it was almost it it felt like it took up too much time for the payoff that was kind of just obviously going to happen anyways i wanted to know how it was going to affect her yeah i want to see her afterward and i think the way they did the breakup wasn't like how you would have expected it yeah. Like, you really thought they'd be like, <laughs> she's going to have her kid, he's going to take the kid and leave? Like, you really thought... No, I... I think that's, like... She told him to take the kid I'm saying you You said it was... You said from the beginning... You feel that... You said... Honest or realistic You said from me. the beginning... Someone who you, was supposed you, to be a... I knew they wouldn't last. I knew they'd break up because they developed their love not at all. Pretty much. And I think... It was kind of unrealistic for this person who's supposed to be all about spreading love and joy to just be like, yeah, take your kid. I don't... Well... I don't she, care about my kid. My she child. realized what he was all about, and... She yeah, knew but that, she, she knew that he wasn't giving she, up that kid. Yeah. And so she's like, okay, just give me one. So then she's sel- selfish. She's not... Yeah, she, I think she definitely was a flawed character. Then, then I don't think that's flawed as much as that goes against what the rest of her beliefs would be. I think a or, lot of she's every, all about you made spreading the point, love but you also made the point that she's someone who's all against like this rigid structure, and she goes into it. I think yeah, her she character goes into is it, meant which to was be another flawed. reason why I thought it was it was kind of incredibly predictable that they wouldn't last because they didn't develop it at all, and then they spent so much time on it, I started to get annoying. But that's her leaving the child just seemed. Again, I just don't think they developed it very much. Maybe if they went into more detail, it just seemed kind of like another thing that happened. And that's kind of what this movie turned to me 
was just this thing happened and then another thing happened and another thing happened and I didn't Sounds feel like old brother where I did, that's life I didn't feel the progression I didn't feel really that invested in what was going on I felt the progression I thought characters. this movie handled like progression over yeah. time really well I thought it handled being mature pretty well like they had to mature themselves really yeah seems you're outnumbered here yeah yeah also, her dad's. Really I didn't hate it again. I, I liked the movie. I just didn't think. I think it was, it was perfect. Great. One of the best movie I've ever seen in my entire life. Are we doing scores now? I think. Yeah. All right, Nick. What are we starting with me? Um, you guys might not believe this. Nine out of ten. Uh, I originally gave it a six and a half to a seven. Probably more around a six and a half for me. Okay, I think I'm at eight, eight and a half. Alright. Alright. And well, if we're choosing favorite movies of this episode, I'm gonna have to go with one scene as the other doesn't. Uh well, according to my scores, I'm gonna have to go with Oh Brother <clears throat> We're Out Though. In a shocker, I'm going with Octopussy. <laughs> Just kidding. Um this one's really hard because I I think I had pretty much the same scores for both of them. But they're just so different. I think I'd go one sings also. Yeah. It's my favorite. All right. Well. All right. There you have it. That's it. All yeah. Right. What's well, what's our next letter? Our next episode is oh, yes. uh, an incredibly difficult yeah, letter. Yeah, we got pretty screwed over with this one. We got Q. Q. I chose Quarantine. Yeah, that one's going to be real fun. Uh, the American remake of, of that Wreck. excellent Spanish horror film, one Wreck. One of my favorite horror films of all time. I have to watch the American release. Awesome. Carter, what did you choose? Uh, uh, I picked the what is described as a docu-rama on docu-rama. Google. Uh, mm. It's called Quiz Show. I saw it on Netflix mm -hmm. and it looked interesting. And I always love movies about game shows. I've always loved game shows, so I'm excited to watch it. Yeah, like The Price is Right. And Jonathan, what did you choose? I have to remember the name. It's Quick Something. Quick Change? Quick Change, starring wow, Bill Murray. <laughs> also wow. written Obviously by... Obviously a passion pick from Also, John. there's <clears throat> hard to do passion picks for Q, Q. the serpent. But I think it was also written by Bill Murray, and the Ooh. cover of it looked really interesting. It looks All bizarre. Right. So I'm, I I'm think we got. I think we got... I think we got a good one. I think we may yeah. do with what we had, and I'm excited for this one. Shorter episode this time, but... That's a good thing. I think we, I think we covered all the one? bases, generally. Yeah. How long is this one? This isn't going to be something we discuss on the podcast. Don't do it. We, we don't care about the time limit. Yeah. Wait, let's go for another hour. Why not? Let's go. Let's How are your guys' days? Octopussy. How are your guys' days? Man? I've been Nick. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Nick Movie Reviews and Twitter is ncody1, I think. Still have the Oh, yeah. Uh, Mr. Blister on Letterboxd and Mr. Underscore Blister on Instagram. Uh... That's MR Blister. Yeah, I don't have anything. It's um, fine. Just you have a letter ghost. Yeah, I was making a joke because you had to take 10 years. But my letterbox is John Pietrofeza. Again, this will be in the description. All of ours will be in the description. Well, thank you for listening. Thanks for listening. Hi, I'm Nick from Movies by the Letter, one of the co hosts, or maybe the main host, we don't know anymore. 
And I'm just here to say thank you for watching and everything. This really is supporting us. We've wanted to do this podcast for a while, and now that we have the resources to do it, it's a lot of fun. Support our Patreon so we can do this more often. If you support us on Patreon, you get a little shout out in this section. And our first patron, I believe, is Benjamin Schiffer. Thank you so much, Benjamin. I'm glad you enjoyed it. And the last thing I have to say is follow us on Instagram, Twitter, subscribe on YouTube. Go on SoundCloud to find us. We're everywhere, alright? All those will be in the link below. And thanks so much for listening.